Welcome to the Design Better podcast. Uh, my name is Imran Hussain, and this podcast is all about service design, user experience, digital design, design thinking. So my co-host uh, with me will be Suleiman Shahid. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Suleiman. Hello. Assalam. Thank you. Yeah. So this is our first episode. You know. So it's. Uh, it, I mean, I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. I think finally uh, it happened. You've been thinking about it for a while, and great, amazing time for the design community in Pakistan. Yeah, and we had a great start to this episode. Absolutely, you know, we were recording uh, without the mic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, without without being connected to to the recording uh, com- uh, laptops. So. Yeah. Uh, that, that that was good fun. I think we we realized you know pretty early on that uh, what was happening and <laughs> okay. So uh, um, so today uh, we'll be talking about a bit about um, Suleiman and his work in design in Pakistan. And in this show, we're going to try and focus on uh, what's happening in in the world of design in Pakistan. Okay, and the people working in design within Pakistan. That's going to be our focus, right? So today, um, we'll talk a bit about Suleiman, what, who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so for those who don't know uh, Suleiman, Suleiman Shahid is, uh, he teaches and does research at LUMS, you know? And, um, and you've been here in Pakistan for the past three years? Three years, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, so Suleiman, tell us, what are you doing at LAMS? So, uh, Imran, uh, we're doing, I think, quite a few, quite, quite a few things. Uh, uh, you know, conducting research on design, uh, teaching a couple of courses on design, uh, trying to promote design in the professional community, uh, and doing a bit of uh, consultancy, you know, with, with professional companies, uh, you know, to help them realize the importance of design and how design could be used as a tool, uh, you know, in, in the company uh, environment. Uh, so yeah, I moved back to Pakistan three years ago, uh, started at LUMS as an assistant professor in computer science, uh, and then I started my own lab here at LUMS, at CHISL, uh, Computer Human Interaction and Social Experience Lab. Uh, other than that, you know, I really think that we need to support and promote design in Pakistan, so also started uh, a small design conference um, in UX Pakistan, uh, then other outreach uh, events uh, to promote design in Pakistan, and it's been fun. You know, it's I think it's uh, and met people like you who've been uh, trying to promote design in Pakistan from last many years, and I think now and then other people also in Islamabad and Karachi who's doing their 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 hard work to promote design, and I think we're now building this community in Pakistan, and I think it will only get better, inshallah, in the future. Yeah. So so. Um the, the conference that you started, uh, UX Pakistan, um, I, I, think, I think for me, I think that was a kind of a, a tipping point uh, for the design community in Pakistan. And a lot of people, I think, think that way as well. Because that was the first, I think, proper uh, event uh, on, on, on design um, in a really focused way. Um, so tell me, uh, what, how did the idea come about of of hosting or, or and, and kind of organizing that event? You know, so uh, I spent about uh, 14 years uh, in Netherlands. Uh, you know, I was in Eindhoven, I was in Tilburg, uh, I was teaching design, I was conducting uh, and organizing events. 
So when I moved back to Pakistan, I didn't want to start an event, honestly speaking. I just wanted to participate. Can you tell us a bit about your background? Yeah, uh, sure. In, in design, what what got you interested in design? And when when did you realize that design was was your calling? And Tell us a bit about the journey yeah. on. Yeah, so I, I, I was trained as a computer scientist. I moved to Germany uh, for MS in computer science uh, back in 2003. And I, I think I went for a very hardcore uh, computer science course. I was working for a German national research center. And then, you know, um, uh, there was one course uh, in a very big hall, about 400 people I could sit there. We were about 30 people sitting in the class. It, the class was about interactive computing. And the guy came in, uh, and I thought it was a proper, you know, a computer science-driven uh, user interface design class where we learn how to design, pro you know, interfaces uh, purely from a technical sense that I'll be using Java and, you know, maybe C++, whatever, to build interfaces. But the guy came in and he said, you know, uh, this is not a programming course. I said, wow, what is that then? And he said, we'll be talking about good and bad design. Mm -hmm. And I said, <clears throat> okay, sure, yeah, go ahead. And after the first lecture, uh, the only thing he talked about was doors, how doors, doors, doors how yeah. doors are designed. Darwaze. Darwaze, You know, khidkiyan, darwaze, handle, ye sab cheezein. Ye kaise achche design hote hain, kaise bure design hote And I think after 90 minutes, I was sold. I just completely thought mm -hmm. this is what I wanted to do, you know. And, uh, and I think since then, I never looked back. So that so was my so, first so, so lecture. So that was the epiphany. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so as a, a computer scientist who liked to design stuff, who was interested in arts, who was interested in sketching and other things, but I never thought, you know, a person like me would ever do design. So you, you never considered design as a career? Never. Never until that time. And I was already 23 uh, when I went there. So never. Uh, I, the, the, the best I could talk about that I knew about design was that make, how to make a decent you know, animated bar graph okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and C++, you know, and, and that's pretty much it. And so the what happened after that? So, uske uh, baat, uh, you know, uh, after that, I, uh, you know, I, I loved that course. Uh, it was offered by... And what uh, university was it? Uh, it was Aachen in Germany, okay. uh, offered by Professor uh, Jan Borschers, mm -hmm. who I also met last week. I was in Berlin and he asked me, what are you doing? And I told him, you know, uh, I am actually, you know, I'm uh, assistant professor at LUMS. And he said, great to know that another assistant professor from Aachen is doing a wonderful job back in Pakistan. I said, yeah, sure. Uh, he, was a, he was a very good teacher. From Stanford, uh, he did his, you know, he wrote a book also on HCI design patterns. An amazing book. One of the first books you will find on using design patterns in human-computer interaction. Uh, so yeah, then after that, you know, I think I, I uh, took that course. I took another course. I started a job in German National Research Center, Fraunhofer, and I told them, you know, I'm only interested in HCI. So I started working for a user-centered software engineering uh, research group. Uh, they had their the, the, one of the best usability labs in Germany there. So and then they also had one of the best VR labs there. So I was working there. What was the name of the company? Uh, Fraunhofer. So it's, it's Fraunhofer. Fraunhofer Fit. Okay. So and then yeah, and I think uh, I did my did my degree. They offered me a full time position. I said no. I really like design. I need to study more. Mm -hmm. So then I went to Eindhoven, um, you know, industrial design in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, and that's that's a real the hub of uh, design. Right. So I spent a couple of years there. Then I also worked for Philips Research uh, for a while, 
uh, then I also thought that I have to move back to Pakistan, so I need to do PhD. Uh, without PhD, I think it was difficult to survive in Pakistan. You know, um, I, I thought so. Maybe I was right. Uh, and then did my PhD, but again in HCI. So th after that, I think human-computer interaction was a part of my life. You know, my whole focus was all, also on you know understanding people and understanding uh, people through different lenses, and then solving problems for them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, uh, tell us a bit more about um, once you came to Pakistan. Yeah. Then what was your kind of vision for yourself, and what was the plan? What was the goal professionally? Professionally, you know, uh, I think the first thing uh, which happened very good to me that I was able to get into LUMS. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think this is one of the best places in Pakistan you can work in purely because of the freedom you get. You know, uh, there was no HCI proper course here. Uh, but then, you know, the, the vision was there, you know. So if you offer something which makes sense, you're allowed to do it. So when you, when you came to Pakistan, yeah. um, what, were you, what, what did you have in mind? What, what that... What do you want to achieve? So there were maybe three things which I thought, you know, I, I have this bad habit of, you know, uh, having this one big uh, uh, text file uh, on my desktop where I keep on writing my ideas. And then when I, in the last maybe 10 years, I was just keep on writing what I need to do when I'm, if I move back to Pakistan. So you're an idea man. <laughs> <laughs> idea man. So, you know, uh, and when I moved back, I remember, you know, I looked at my list and there was just too much to do. <laughs> And I thought, of oh, course, crap. I can't. I, I, I oh, can't dear. do. I can't do everything. Yeah. So I think the first and the most important thing was that shaping my teaching here. Mm -hmm. I, I So you wanted to teach. I want to teach. You know, and that's my primary thing. That's what I love every day in the morning. One of the reasons I come to Lums and I still have fun and I, I keep on doing it, is I think because I, I I love teaching. So I think that was one of the biggest motivation for moving back to Pakistan. So you started teaching human-computer interaction, HCI. HCI. And then, you know, my whole idea was that, and I, I still firmly believe, and I always tell to people that, uh, tell to donor agencies, the government, if you don't support academia, you don't help us in producing good students, the industry cannot work. You can't import people from the uh, Western world to work for you here. So you have to empower local people. And if you think about creative economy, uh, knowledge economy, you need to produce good designers. You, know? you need to be, you know, produce people who can think well. So yeah, I, uh, I thought that you know, my fundamental responsibility here in Pakistan is to teach, to produce. And then, you know, second fundamental responsibility, fundamental responsibility is to produce good research, local research, uh, to focus on the locally relevant problems. Okay. You know? So tell us a bit about... Um, your research interests and, and what you're doing in that space. Yeah. So and then I want to uh, I'll come back to you, Pakistan. Yeah, sure. So and so three things which I which I told you out of the big list you came and identify key to Skander uh, was you know I uh, uh, focus on teaching uh, you know world class teaching in Pakistan produce excellent students second excellent research uh, but then keeping in mind that it should be locally relevant uh, and thirdly. Uh, do lots of outreach, mm -hmm. you know. So in, when it comes to my research, I have always been interested in the general framework uh, of uh, human-computer interaction. So I have my lab established, you know, I love chiseling also, but uh, chisel is, sort of, is a very good metaphor to talk about creativity and the freedom and, and, the, and also the importance of a tool. Uh, so chisel is computer-human interaction social ex and social experience lab. And my primary research uh, from in the last many years has been on assistive technologies. 
So how can you design technologies to support people uh, who require, who have additional needs, you know? Uh, and and second thing I'm always interested in is child computer interaction. So designing interactive, interactive, playful technologies uh, for children. And when you combine both, then you can get children with additional needs who would like to be supported with you know state of the art tools and technologies. So when you say um, with needs, uh, yeah. What are the kind of For example, I categories? primarily am working with um, children um, who have dyslexia, okay. uh, people, uh, children who have autism, uh, people who have some physical disabilities, uh, people with visual uh, impairment, for example, blind. Uh, I'm working on a big uh, nationally funded project uh, where we're trying to build uh, you know, uh, a new interface uh, for visually impaired, which they could use for writing scientific documents. You know, so again, you know, the idea is that uh, uh, it's locally relevant, it's assistive in nature, it empowers people, empowers people, it helps them in changing their lifestyle, it helps them to stay independent and promoting uh, science, technology and design in Pakistan. So that must be a huge area. Yeah, it's a huge area. It's a very huge, it's a big area and not much work has been done in Pakistan. So I think uh, I always invite people to come in and then, you know, and it's a very multidisciplinary approach. And also one of the beauty of HCI in general and my research in particular is that I have to talk to people from social sciences. Uh, you know, um, I think I was a computer scientist. Maybe I'm not a computer scientist anymore. I've, I've been ruined. I've been, I don't know. You know, it's difficult to explain myself. Uh, uh, but I, I, I think um, design plus computing plus social sciences together, uh, it's important that we, we, we merge different disciplines to solve complex problems. Right, and yeah. I think all the successful people and successful companies and organizations um, who create innovative solutions do have this multidisciplinary approach. Absolutely, yeah. and you look at big companies also now, you know, there was a time when you would hire uh, one computer scientist, uh, m maybe 100 computer scientists, maybe one designer. Mm -hmm. uh, and now if you look at top companies, you know, uh, the diversity of the workforce is just amazing. And the diversity of the workforce on a, on a company level and then specifically when it comes to designing product and services it's just amazing you know so uh, and that's something I also learned when I was at Philips yeah so then coming back to UX Pakistan yeah how did that come about it was purely I so when I came in uh, when, when I was in, in in Netherlands I never searched for a design event in Pakistan there was no point you know I was promoting design in Netherlands that's where I thought my uh, that was my primary responsibility but when I came back to Pakistan, the first thing I did was, I would like to talk, you know, <laughs> you know, like, exactly what you thought. Evangelize. Evangelize, you know, yeah. I Pakistan, design, you know, about design. So I started and then I could not find a single event. You know, I thought, ke, yaar, main ja ke. there was one uh, very nice event that uh, Indus Valley ke andar, Karachi. Ke andar. But that was sort of more academic in nature or it was sort of uh, more research-driven uh, papers and abstracts. Per sakte but my idea was different. Tha, you know? I thought, ke, let's have a professional gathering uh, and then connect academia with, with industry. Uh, and then, you know, I, I, I talked about it and there was nothing there. So I, you know, talked to my colleagues here, event thought I just came like four months ago. Uh, right. They said, yeah, sure, but you can try out. And then I had, I thought, let's do that at LUMS. And again, you know, the, the best thing about LUMS is that, you know, if you have a cool idea in mind, 
the whole lumps comes to support you. So what I did, I, I made one student society here, but uh, lumps ki pehli uh, first design society. Uska naam humne index rakha. Uh, in, innovation, design, and experience. So we combined that index, uh, IND and EX for experience. And then we said EX for experience, EX for excitement, you know, and things like that, you know. So we use EX for other, you know. We need, um, we need a dictionary for all Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, you know, uh, we made this, we, we developed, we, we sort of uh, uh, started the society here. And that society, in three months, managed uh, to do a, a first UX Pakistan. So we had the society in January. I told them in February that I want to do UX Pakistan. In April, we had UX Pakistan. All so, done by students, all. So that, that's really interesting that this is run by students, organized by students. Absolutely. Uh, so tell me, what, what was the experience of organizing, managing that conference? And how, how did I, I it turn out? Was it, was it according to your expectations or? Beyond, you know, so first of all, I, I think one of the best things which happened through UX Pakistan was that I, was, I came to know about you, about a couple of other people who are actually quite active in the community, but I didn't know them. You know, so UX Pakistan helped me to, uh, to know that people are very active and working. It's just that we need to channelize it. And we need to sort of you know, build a community where we can work uh, and I think, and specifically, you know, Lahore is such a it's such a big city, that if you start doing something you're actually trying to affect uh, maybe 10 million people. You know, so that's already big enough and, and good enough to, to begin with. Uh, and I think UX Pakistan, may, you know, I, you remembered that, you know, uh, I, I requested you for the opening talk, uh, one of the main talks, and we talked about also the, the UX ki jo current state and then the kind of things you've been trying to do. And I think, interesting different set conference it's a professional conference where the diversity of experience we digital conference we non digital we focus marketing driven experience architecture so i think pehli dafa pakistan diverse conference different topics and I think that was really uh, a great achievement. And I think now, up the king, after interesting conferences, and I think it will only get better. You know, our job is to start and then, you know. Yeah, so, so the way I see it is the last two years have been pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, we're design, the awareness about design, uh, people working in design are coming up. We have these different events and activities for happening. Example, yeah, for example, so, Islamabad, you know. And the two C absolutely um, BNU also yeah and Lums also co we we did project uh, a big project with BNU so Lums was a full yeah. partner initiator in that so I think the last two years have been very interesting that yeah uh, it's a starting point yeah I see it as a starting point yeah um, so and then uh, tell us a bit about design betuk yeah so you know hua ye ke UX Pakistan to hui then Islamabad ke under uh, ND2C bhi hota hai every year uh, and uh, high profile event jahan pe log aate hain uh, dunia se uh, then uske uh, uh, but what i missed was ke yaar uh, one interaction in a year that doesn't make much sense you know hame a community build karni hai uh, ke jiske zariye hum regular basis pe baat kar sake and then you know we you and me discussed 
कि इसे कैसे किया जाए एंड आई थिंक इट वॉज ड्यूरिंग द बी एन यू इवेंट जब हमने कहा कि लेट्स डू दैट यू नो अब हो गया सो हो गया अब आगे हमने मंथली बेसिस पे मिलना है एटलीस्ट मंथली बेसिस मिलना है और वर्स के सिनारी में हर दो महीने बाद मिलना है तो एन आइडिया वॉज के हम एक इनफॉर्मल गैदरिंग करेंगे जहाँ पर लोग डिज़ाइन के बारे में बात कर सकेंगे Uh, and we'll be able to promote design um, uh, um, in a hyper local sense uh, in lahore and then our idea was that somebody should do that in islamabad somebody should do that in karachi uh, and and everywhere else uh, in different cities so thankfully like a boss shukar i think lahore wali uh, went pretty good we had abhi tak humne teen teesri karne lage hain kal is weekend pe pehli pe maine start ki kyunki you know पंजाबी में कहते हैं जड़ा बोले वही कुंडा खोले तो मुझे कुंडी खोलनी पड़ी तो उसके बाद वी हैड शाहिद साहब यू नो सैप अमेजिंग स्पीकर ही डिड अ ग्रेट जॉब एंड देन हसन इज कमिंग फ्रॉम कराची ऑल द वे फॉर डूइंग अ ग्रेट जॉब आई एम श्योर ही इज़ अ वंडरफुल स्पीकर ही डू अ वंडरफुल जॉब सो आई थिंक आपने मैंने आई थिंक जो एक इनिशियटिव लिए अभी थोड़ा सा होना शुरू हो रहा है एंड आई जस्ट लाइक टू ब्रीफली हाईलाइट इसके अलावा एक और चीज़ जो कि लैब के जरिए हो रही है वेर गुना रन यू एक्स कैम्प जो मैंने आपसे बात भी की थी सो द फर्स्ट यू एक्स कैम्प वुड बी ऑर्गेनाइज इन टूगेदर विद बर्थम्स इन कोयटा कोयटा के अंदर हम फुल डे की एक्टिविटी करेंगे जहाँ पर हम उन जगहों पर डिज़ाइन इंट्रोड्यूस करवाएंगे जहाँ पर डिज़ाइन का कोई नाम निशान ही नहीं इस ऑन थर्ड ऑफ दिसंबर इन कोयटा Uh, great, um, Sulaiman. How would you describe yourself? Are you a lone nut, an activist, or a mad scientist? <laughs> I I think it it maybe I've been all three <laughs> in different stages in my life. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm certainly not a mad scientist. You know, uh-huh. I am certainly not a mad scientist. Maybe an an activist or yeah. I I, I simply think that you know. Uh, in a collaborative mode uh by doing what you think you're good at you just keep on doing it so i i was watching a very interesting ted um video last night where they talked about the difference between a lone nut yeah and uh leadership and creating a movement okay so i i have to share that with you sure sure <laughs> sure so i i i i don't think uh, you know most of the things we have done um, almost never i've tried to do things alone I think it just doesn't make any sense. Uh we are a very small community uh and we all have enough to do as our regular job, you know? So um, again, you know, my my regular job is to do 100% in my teaching and to conduct decent research. Everything else is my secondary activity. So when you want to do a great job in your, you know, outreach activities, you have to build a team and you have to do it together with other people so that you can promote these things and i i think sometimes it, a smaller team is much better than having a puri ki puri barat but you know mm-hmm. would depend karta okay so where where do you see design in pakistan today what is the current state of design and what is the future of design in pakistan i i i do see a good future why because uh, in the last so when i came here uh, first year no one contacted me ke ya design mein hamari koi help kar de Mm-hmm. I was only teaching and I was having fun and I thought I have enough time in the world to do many things. The last one year I think it's it's just overwhelming. 
the number of requests I have received uh, from the companies, from the organizations, from MSMEs, not only me, but I think other people around, that uh, they realize there is a problem. They realize there is a need where design can play a role. They have realized uh, that more could be done. So I do see a trend steadily, but slowly, slowly, chalta uh, The current state, uh, I think it's fine, uh, but it's not... It's not it, satisfactory. It's absolutely not. उसकी वजह पता क्या है उसकी वजह ये है कि अभी भी हमने डिज़ाइन को एट एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन लेवल समझा ही नहीं है ठीक है उसकी उसकी अभी भी वही बात है कि यार ऐसा करो इंटरफेस बना लेना बाद में चेक कर लेना कोई मसला तो नहीं है कॉन्सेप्ट वही है कि इंटरफेस डिज़ाइनर जो है वो फ्रंट या फ्रंट एंड डेवलपर शुड ऑल्सो भी एबल टू डू रेस्ट ऑफ द थिंग्स मोड वही है एंड देन स्ट्रेटिक लेवल के ऊपर भी वो विजन नहीं है बट आई थिंक वो आ रहा है मतलब अभी हमने सोचा ही नहीं वो वाला काम करने वाले लोग भी कम थे अब देखें हमारे पास इट हैज़ बिकम क्वाइट नॉर्मल कि आप देखें कि लोग डिज़ाइन स्कूल से पढ़ कर पाकिस्तान में आकर जॉब्स कर रहे हैं इट हैज़ इट्स क्वाइट नॉर्मल यू नो कि फॉर्मल डिज़ाइन डिग्रीज वाले लोग वो काम कर रहे हैं एक और चीज़ जो मैंने नोट की है वो ये जो बहुत इम्पॉर्टेंट है हिस्टोरिकली इन पाकिस्तान डिज़ाइन वॉज बिंग टॉट बाई आर्टिस्ट ठीक है सो देर वॉज नॉट अ फंक्शनल लेंस टू डिज़ाइन सो इट वॉज यू नो प्राइमरीली ग्राफिक डिज़ाइन एस्थेटिकली प्लीजिंग डिज़ाइन या यू नो सॉर्ट ऑफ मोर टूवर्ड्स एब्सट्रैक्शन द फंक्शनल वैल्यू ऑफ डिज़ाइन आई थिंक वॉज नॉट दैट एप्रिशिएटेड जो कि अब मेरे ख्याल में बहुत ज़्यादा हो रही है क्वेश्चन Uh, design uh, has different levels and could be defined in many different ways uh, you could talk in terms of this speculative design uh, you could talk about uh, in terms of this functional design but at the end of the day i think design is problem solving uh, design is an approach which could be used to solving complex problems uh, even wicked problems problems uh, we don't even realize that are the problems Uh, and uh, it could take an investigative uh, 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 framework. Uh, it could take, uh, you know, a solution-oriented framework. Uh, at many different levels, you know, um, it could it could serve different purposes. Uh, but it is certainly certainly beyond uh, aesthetics. It is certainly certainly beyond, uh, a, you know, pleasing somebody's personal opinion. And it certainly is not uh, art. Um, so you mentioned that you, you were in Berlin recently. Yeah. Uh, so tell us about that visit. What were you doing uh, all the way in Germany? And so I was invited uh, by uh, Sekai uh, to talk about uh, promoting HCI in Pakistan. What is Sekai? Uh, uh, Sekai is a special interest group by ACM on computer human interaction, and they try to promote. Uh, uh, Sikhai or Kai related activities in Pakistan. I'm also the president of the Lahore chapter of Sikhai. Uh, uh, you know, a couple of other colleagues who are very active in HCI in, in Lahore. We're trying to promote, you know, HCI um, uh, in Pakistan, in Lahore. So, our, I, so and then I also uh, visited UIST. That's a conference. That's one of the top conferences in the world on user interface software technology. 
Uh, and this was an amazing experience. And of course, there was a great light festival in Berlin. Uh-huh. Uh, so every year there's a light festival in Berlin. And oh, really? I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that it was just during these dates. So I, my evenings were with the light festival, and the mornings were with the design community in in the, in, in Berlin. So uh, and I have some great pics I'll, I'll show you later. You know, amazing videos. Yeah, that uh, must have been a yeah, good experience. Then. Absolutely. So yeah, that went pretty well actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's good. Okay. So uh, can um, what are the top three books that you would recommend to someone who wants to learn about design, or what were the top three books that kind of inspired you or were had an impact on you? Uh, so I think uh, Norman's uh, book, uh, Design of Everyday Things, yeah. uh, is a great starting point. That's a book which I can read maybe now again, and I would mm-hmm. still love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I had a chance to meet Norman um, a couple of times. Oh, really? uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, in Eindhoven and, uh, uh, and also a couple of other places. Uh, and uh, one of the things that, you know, Norman has done wonderfully well that he has uh, again and again, you know, maybe uh, corrected himself, you know, so mm-hmm. he proposed a framework and he thought it should be improved and he proposed a new framework and he thought it should be improved. He proposed a new framework and they kept on improving, you know, so and I think that was a great service to the design community in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think maybe uh, Interaction Design by Jennifer Fries, uh, uh, you know, that's also a great academic book. Uh, uh, that that's also you know, uh, it, it helped me a lot from academic point of view to understand design interaction design, uh, uh, in, in in a wonderful place. And then you know I remember one of the life changing book was from um, Cooper, uh, the inmates are running the asylum. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> what a book was it? You know that you that remember that you know yeah. it, it was when the personas uh, were introduced. Uh, goal-driven design was introduced by mm-hmm. Cooper in that book mm-hmm. uh, and that also changed the world yeah. you know Cooper ki nahi book hai about face uh, 2.0 uh, chapters it was amazing kind of you know and Cooper I, I'm a big fan of his, his thinking but I genuinely believe that uh, activity driven design goal-driven design uh, was a was a was a good idea and it's not a new one we've been doing that 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 thing in software industry uh, that how to use goals uh, to design product and services but i think which uh, human centered shift in our philosophy or thinking key that was amazing in that uh, in, in that in, in software in, in uh, software and then the good thing was that the, uh, cooper's real interest in connecting the interface with the software yeah. you know so yeah. uh, he didn't talk about design uh, in isolation he talked about design uh, as a very practical approach which could be used in a uh, in a very interesting manner in the ongoing product development yeah and so, so I think for me as well uh, out of my top three books uh, the design of, of, of everyday things yeah and uh, that's a classic the, the inmates running the asylum yeah good these are in, in my top three as well oh absolutely I, I think yeah. we're on the same page on that I think these yeah. are the real good books uh, and I think the uh, Asylum Kitab, it came in 1999. Yes, 1999. Uh, yeah, and I, I read that, you know, a couple of years late. And then the Norman Wali, the classical edition, which I'm reading right now, it's 1992. And before that, book came in 1986, where he presented this motto uh, to move from uh, industrial revolutions to human, human-centered design revolution. Mm. And there was also a great, you know, it was very good essays on this new topic, I think back in 1986. And then there were other books actually, uh, which I read a lot from 
uh, anthropology, uh, from uh, sociology, uh, Lucy Suchman, uh, Kakam, uh, and other things, you know, which help me to understand the context. So I think that's, that's really important. You've touched upon a point and I think is really critical for people out there who want to become designers, that you need to get different perspectives. Yeah. And uh, you need to uh, learn uh, in different disciplines. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, that's really important. Because I think when you read these people and when you, re- when you look at the problem solving or product development or any design activity from multiple uh, perspectives, A, you learn that you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. B, you learn it's perfectly fine to be wrong. Right. You know? And I think if you have that thing, it uh, doesn't matter how much you know, there's a fair chance that someone in a different discipline, has a different approach to solve the problem, it's just a great feeling and great uh, knowledge to have. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this, just knowing this, that you could be wrong, and just knowing that it's perfectly fine to be wrong, it's just so important for your career. It just, it just gives you so much confidence. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you this creative confidence to experiment. Yeah, room to grow. Yeah, you know, and this whole phenomena, because I know my methodology, and that methodology is the best way to solve a problem, I think it's just a very strange way of thinking. And I think I, I, did, I had this thinking for a very long time. And then it, it was only when I had this formal education in design, it helped me to understand this multidisciplinary, uh, diverse you know, uh, point of view, okay, how to uh, appreciate a different point of view in a very constructive manner uh, in when it comes to designing product and services. Well, that's, that's, that's really great, uh, Suleiman. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not for up? today. I think uh, this is a good start. Uh, it happened that I'm the first one just to start. Uh, also, you know, being the co-host, uh, it was my uh, responsibility that we take it. But I think I'm very excited. You didn't have a choice. Though. didn't have a choice, you know. But <laughs> I think the important thing is that uh, uh, this would be a fun platform where we can different things about different And I think it will just... Uh, it's just first experiment which we did today but I think it will get better it will yeah. get better so we'll, we'll have really more looking forward to having different kind of people different, yeah. different backgrounds absolutely different disciplines on, on the show yeah yeah. I think it would, it would be fun or maza aega because maybe again you know Pakistan ki pehli design podcast hogi I don't know yeah. <laughs> I, I think so I don't know I don't know I think this is a good starting point it happened finally you know it finally did disconnected we've, we've mics been, and you know been, yeah, doing it for different for many, times many many weeks many many weeks I, you know I, we've been trying I, that but like, finally it's happened I think now we've got our mic fixed software set things are there I think inshallah we'll be able to do that we, we can bring about revolution now exactly right. <laughs> it's gonna come in Pakistan inshallah Pakistan would okay. be a knowledge economy and design economy and creative economy yeah. inshallah so um, okay thanks Suleiman for being a co-host and a guest today thank you very much and uh, looking forward to doing many podcasts together inshallah certainly okay. thank you very much so everyone who's listening uh, please uh, tune in to our future podcasts um, also um, if you're in Lahore uh, we have a Design Batik meetup. Yes. That will be happening at LUMS uh, on, on the coming Friday, which Friday. will be, what day is it? 6 p.m. Uh, November 2. So that's, and Hassan, uh, Hassan Habib. Uh, yeah. yeah, hope to have him. Yeah. yeah He's coming yeah. all the way from Karachi, so please do come and it will be fun. He's a wonderful speaker, uh, great designer, and he loves to promote design in Pakistan, so it's a great chance to meet him in Lahore. Yeah, I just hope we can get this podcast out before he comes in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much.